Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. All right, welcome inside the Permission Granted Podcast, everybody. The show behind the show. The show about the show. The PGP, which is available for your listening pleasure, both on iTunes, either the DA show's iTunes feed, where it has all our shows, Monday through Friday and Sunday morning football. Or the Permission Granted podcast feed as well, the PGP. It's also available on our website, daoncbs.com. I want to jump right into the weekend's festivities, Mraz, as James Ward held his wedding Central Park with his beautiful bride, Aurora, and we spent most of last PGP discussing the awkward situation of what to get a guy that doesn't actually have a real wedding. Correct. 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 So let me just start here. You didn't go to the ceremony. You went to the reception. I went to the ceremony. And didn't go to the reception. reception, Basically, from what I gathered and what I was told, everybody did both except you and I switched places. Oh, really? Uh, Well, JJ. No, no, JJ did. JJ as well. But basically, it was like a tag, you're it kind of deal. John Jastrzemski. Did I say that right? John Jastrzemski, not John Drakremski. JJ After Dark Radio program oftentimes fills in on CBS Sports Radio. He did not go to the ceremony either. So, first of all, I loved this wedding. Loved it, loved it, loved it. James Ward and Aurora get married in Central Park next to the Alice in Wonderland statue, which is, I think, the meeting point of Central Park. I think most people know that is the most popular place. And an iconic part of our show as well. Correct, because that was where... We put you in a Speedo, greased you up with Crisco, put bird seed on you, and then trotted you around trying to get birds to eat off of you. Correct. So <laughs> so that's where they had everybody meet at 10.30 a.m. Sunday morning of Labor Day weekend, which we talked about kind of an awkward time. So my wife couldn't come. She was out of town for the full weekend. I thought it was Saturday morning. I told her be around Saturday morning. Then I realized it was Sunday morning. I said, well, you can't change your plans around to not even be out of town. So I said, I'll stick around. I'll go to the wedding. And then you go out of town and I'll meet you out of town at her parents' place in Rhode Island. Makes sense. So it's so cool because there's no permit. There's no organization. There's no, we have this area set. If you want to do it in Central Park, you get a permit, but you got to pay for it, organize it. And that's when you can actually set chairs down if you don't have a permit, you can't set chairs down because me and the Bourbon Bell looked at this as an option as oh, well. Oh, is that right? Okay. Yeah. So Ward and Aurora are going total rogue on this, which I love. Total rogue. I didn't realize they didn't have a permit. So there's 40 people, all right? About, I would say about 40 people. 
um, that come to the ceremony and we're just kind of like waiting around the Alice in Wonderland statue and Ward is there and he's just kind of waiting in his suit and sunglasses for Aurora to come. Aurora finally walks down one of the pathways at approximately, I would say, 10 to 11 or so, maybe 11 o'clock. And there's people, tourists taking pictures on the Alice in Wonderland statue all around it. And Aurora just pulls up. We all applaud. She looks beautiful. And the officiant, I don't know what her relationship was, is like, okay, we're all here for the ceremony. And just starts going into the vows. Oh, my God. No, here comes the bride. No, no, no music. It's just, here we go. Let's go. With people just taking pictures all around. Yeah, it. yeah. And so Ward and Aurora look at one another. And the officiant does the vows. And it's, I mean, maybe five minutes. Maybe five to seven minutes. Then Ward does his vows, which takes two minutes. Aurora does her vows, which takes two minutes. No microphone, no anything? Nope. You may kiss the bride. I mean, we are in and out of the ceremony in like 12 minutes. Got to respect that. It was awesome. And it was a, the day was beautiful and the backdrop was beautiful. But as this is going on, people are taking photos on the statue. Just climbing on the <laughs> yeah. statue. And like watching the ceremony, what's going on. So New York, right? Perfect. And then they just have like 10 pizzas delivered to the uh, to little area, put on a bench. We just eat pizza. And that was the reception. That's well, that, that was the ceremony. So we just eat pizza, kind of mingle, what have you. Jay Berman was there with his wife, Paula, some other guys from uh, WFAN and CBS Sports Radio, which was great. Got to just talk, like hang out with them. I took a picture with uh, Ward and Aurora. They signed the nuptials on the top of empty pizza boxes. Hysterical. And then it's, okay, we're off. And the whole thing takes about an hour because the ceremony is like 12 minutes. We eat for about 20 minutes. We mingle for about 20 minutes, and then, okay, get on the subway, go to Yankee Stadium. I said, this was the coolest wedding. They are the coolest people that I'm friends with. Laid back. They're so laid back. They're so chill. They're, like, so happy, and, like, they're, they're just amazing. I mean, these two go on road trips to stadiums for bobbleheads. They, they go to teams they don't even root for because Aurora loves bobbleheads. Just to get random bobbleheads. They're amazing people. I just love them both, and, uh... I was super happy for them, but then I left after that to go up to Rhode Island to see my wife, and you went to the ceremony, or you went to the reception, which was the Yankee game. Great time. Which they bought tickets for everybody for the Basically Yankee Basically a game. whole section of the upper deck, just the wedding party. That's amazing. And what you were telling me is that Aurora went in her wedding dress? Walking around the concourse, everybody, you know, Aaron Judge shirt here, Gary Sanchez shirt here, Aurora in the white wedding dress. That it, is awesome. Ward in the suit. And we're all just around him in Yankee gear. It was unbelievable. That is so cool. I'm looking around. I'm like, they and they had to have been dying of sweat because it was hot. But yeah. you're just you're sitting there and you're at relaxed. You know, peanuts in your mouth, and there they are with the you know corsage on the chest and everything. It was awesome. That is so cool. They they really are the best. And then they got on the jumbotron because of uh, a favor done by one of our fans or one of our friends. Breaking good news with Joey Wallace. Yeah. So. They told everybody, don't. This is actually funny because me and JJ after dark go and get barbecue in the second inning. We're sitting there eating, and we were told by the entire wedding party, fifth inning, everybody needs to be in their seats. Okay. They put their names up on the scoreboard. Congrats on your wedding day. The whole crowd cheers. But the picture wasn't up. Get a text from Joey Waller. What section are you guys in? I think I could pull a favor. Boom, boom, boom. He knows a camera in studio or in stadium camera guy at Yankee Stadium. Text him. A friend of mine got married. They're there in their full wedding gear. Go find them in this section. Put them on, put them on the screen. Ethan comes around. Here comes the cameraman. 
shakes his head, looks at them, and goes, boy, I was right there, goes, this is a first. I've never seen this because she's just in her full wedding dress. Wedding gown, wedding dress at Yankee Stadium. Yankees down four, just <laughs> as they do, like, the loud meter to get up and then, you know, the crowd cheering. It's in the middle of a pitching change. Then, bam, camera comes on, and there's Ward in the suit, her Aurora in the wedding dress, you know, waving to the crowd. The crowd's going ballistic. It was really cool. So awesome. So our debate last week was, what do we do for gifts? Because yeah. it is not a reception hall. It is not a dinner. You paid for your own meal. I got a slice of pizza out of it. True. True. Had I got a slice, I probably would have thought differently. I paid 23 bucks for a brisket sandwich and fries, another 27 bucks to park my car. So and, you were down 50 Yeah, and I had two beers at my own cocktail hour waiting for them to get to Central Park there. That's another <laughs> 20 bucks. Where was the cocktail hour? I went to this Billy's Sports Bar outside Yankee Stadium, okay. so they said they were going to be another 45 minutes by the time I pulled in. I said, well, I'm going to do cocktail hour. And they have a rooftop bar. And for the wedding, I had my own cocktail hour. So you were down 65 bucks or so. 65 in the whole. I also later would buy ice cream for me and Mike Carver's young daughter, Olivia, <laughs> okay. another 20 in the hole. 20 uh, bucks for ice cream. Well, it was, nah, I should say it's about 7 bucks each, 14 So all in all, I was probably 80 in the hole as a guest. Okay. Yeah. But then you got your ticket for free. F- ticket was free. So I, I have no problem admitting this. I did not give the price of my ticket. I went... I would say fairly well above. I think you did. I think you did appropriate. Appropriately. Now, I will say when I mentioned this last week in the PGP, I got texts from one Kenny Brock berating me about it. You know, now I was having fun kind of at the idea of this is an all. <laughs> it is a serious debate. What do you give somebody when they're not really feeding you and all of that? But he, you know, you're a POS. <laughs> you're this, you're that. He talked about another buddy of his that got married that he had to fly to L.A. And not only did he give him a gift and fly, he sent them two cases of expensive wine that totaled $200 because that's how much he cared for this person. Wow. And then if I really cared, it wouldn't be about what I'm being fed. I go, everybody relax here. I go, I care about James Ward. I'm just bringing up a social issue that comes up when you discuss wedding gifts. I don't care how many cases of wine you sent to your buddy that you flew to L.A. for. I'm going to give what makes me feel comfortable. But he, I mean, every word in the book I was called. Now, it should be noted, Brock declined my invitation to the wedding. Is that right? Is That, that is right. Okay, see, he didn't say anything to me, and I wasn't even sure if he was invited, so I never brought it up to you. Yes, he was invited. Okay. Um, but uh, he said either he's going to be out of town or just his schedule's crazy, like, for a huh. number of weekends in a row. Are you getting two cases of wine? Well, I don't know. I don't expect it. If you don't come to my wedding, I don't expect a gift. And I and I would never expect would never expect Brock or anybody else to give me anything if they didn't right. come. But I mean now he's he's playing a big man there. Yeah. He's I really tooting his own the, horn. If it's all about caring about the person, right? That says Does he a not lot? care about me then? You know, and here's going to be typical Brock. He's going to hear this and go, you know what? No, I don't care. And how dare you bring up my private conversation? You know how he gets. <laughs> No, if you don't come to the wedding, I, I don't expect a gift at all. Um, but I, I also said we can't show up and not give a gift. So I, I cut uh, a check for James and Aurora, and, and as did you. And uh, I think that was the right thing to do. Yeah, of course. I'm not going to go empty-handed. Now, I did look at the ticket price was 1950 <laughs> So if I gave them 20 they still profit on that. Number two. Look. Robbie Rosenhaus, a.k.a. Huge Freeze, a.k.a. He Who Shall Not Be Named, finding his way back into the show. Uh, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. For me, from an entertainment standpoint, I think it's going to be great. Ugh. For you, in an agenda standpoint, I think it's going to be terrible. 
Yeah, and I'm gonna I'm just gonna put my cards on the table. This was I forgot it was Wednesday that we announced this and brought huge freeze back. <laughs> you go away. I proceed that Wednesday and that Thursday to work with Robbie directly locked in a control room at WFA in New York for four two four hour shows. And the man couldn't have been worse at his job. <laughs> and he's sitting there talking to me about the picks and wait till you see this, that, and he's really hyped up about it all and all the while he is messing up. Time after time, mm. blowing. I mean, he must have threw five inter- the equivalent of five interceptions at his actual job. And I just sat back and I go, "This is exactly. It's a microcosm of his career. Comes in knight in shining armor to do the picks, and then what you actually are paying him to do, or on the other side, what the company's paying him to do, he's just not good at. Mm. It never ends with him. And mm. this is this is in the end what's going to undo him. And he's going to point to everybody else and say it's his fault. That's why I look at this pick segment. And with the part in the indigestion, something between now and when that time comes is going to undo Robbie, and I want that on the record now. He will not be employed here, is what you're saying. I don't even time. know if he's not going to be employed here. He'll if he's if he is employed here, he will have enraged you to the point uh-huh. where you don't even want him to do it. I would put hard money down now, and old takes exposed could get me for this too. September fourth, two thousand eighteen. There will never be a pardoning in indigestion, whether it's because I beat him or whether it's because he wins, but he screws something else up along the way. It'll line. never happen. You don't think it'll ever come no. to fruition? Now I'm not telling you it won't happen because if he's still here and he plays good soldier, it's going to happen if he beats me in picks. But I want on the record now. That's my prediction. This never happens. Because we just he's a commitment disaster. Yes. He's just not going to, maybe he won't show up for picks one day. That's going to hurt him. And we better figure that out, too, by the way. You go 0 for 3. That's got to be the yes. case. It's not we, you know, we're just doing winning percentage. Nope. You know, Mraz, you don't pick this no, week. No, 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 he's, no. He loses all three. I don't want to hear, you know, he's detained at the border somewhere. <laughs> he told me that story, too, in there. He goes, you know, one time I was doing a segment in Atlanta over fantasy sports. They tried to get in touch with me. I was detained at the border. I didn't know what to do. I was at the Mexican border. I go, what? We can't have that happen with us. He was serious, too. <laughs> this He's is, Walter Mitty. There's a lot on the line, though, man, because if, if you beat him, he can never come on the show again, and I'm holding firm to that. Yeah, I would agree, and I, I would hope that there's a large, no pun intended, number of fans that are rooting for me here and not just rooting for Rob because, uh, you know, ironically, <laughs> with the bogus thing, I became very hated by many, but I still think when it comes to Robbie, that's where I win back fans. I, I would hope. Finally, Lewis and Palmdale is dying for us to talk about Alf because we teased this a month ago that we were going to do a full pod PGP on our shared love of Alf, me, you, and Bilotti. Now, Bilotti's not in here for side A. Are you going to have him on side B? Uh, that's the plan. I, well, side B is going to get taped tomorrow at this point. Okay. So it's. I hope to have Bilotti. It'll be on Wednesday. Be on Wednesday, and we should release it Wednesday. Bilotti is the hope. But let's not, knowing Bilotti's situation, as we tease this, Let's not guarantee that Pilates is onside B until we have that locked up. Okay. Much like Robbie Rosenhouse, anything could go awry. Well, when you have Bilotti back, okay. I would like you to ask him two questions. Number one, how does he feel about the Robbie Rosenhouse deal? Okay. The Battle of the Bulge. And also, where does the why does he love Alf so much? Okay. And that will help get the ball rolling on our shared love of Alf. Okay, so we need to get Alf back in the forefront here. Yeah, I think that's an interesting topic from Bilotti because he really loves Alf. More and, than most things I think I've ever seen him love. And when you find something that Bilotti's passionate about, you better you better tap that in, right? Would you say 
it it ha- it's genuine joy about Alf. Yeah, it may, it brings an actual smile. It's not just him joking around. He gets like a smile where his whole cheek raises up thinking about Alf. He must have had some issue there where maybe he was having like cookies and milk with his mom watching Alf, and it just it brings him back to simpler times. There's something there with Alf and Pete that just it taps into an inner soul with him where before he was getting passed over for job after job, there was Alf, there was the couch, there was pajamas, there was you know mommy, there was everything for him. Yeah. I really want to know this. And then once I hear Velati's explanation, then I'll go into my explanation, and then, you know, we can talk about that. So, Lewis, keep your other foot on, buddy. We're going to get to Alf. <laughs> yeah. Lewis and Palmdale lost a foot due to diabetes, I believe. Yes, and I have no problem joking around about it because he jokes around about yeah, it. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, He's looking for a foot. He's I looking... think his Twitter handle is Lewis without a foot. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you keep the other foot, Lewis. We'll get to Alf. <laughs> I love Alf. Because I love kitschy pop culture from the 80s, whether it's Max Headroom, whether it's uh, He-Man figures, whether it's ALF, whether it's New Coke, uh, whether it's New Wave music. I'm surprised you don't like the show The Goldbergs then. Yeah, because it's trying too hard to be that. It's not authentic enough. And I, I don't find it funny. I've tried it twice. Wow, see, I like it. I enjoy it. I like I know, the father. you really like it. I like it. I, you give me a good bad sitcom, I'm in. Well, the father is... Uh, the guy from, from Curb, Curb he's in, he's which he's I love him in Curb. Yeah, I think he's funny in the show. But I would think as a child of the '80s, you would be able to relate to the. Goldbergs. I know. I wish I was. I, I kind of wish I liked it more because I've tried it, but I, I just don't find it very funny. Well, listen, I can't tell you to like what you don't like, DA. It's kind of like a knockoff wedding singer. The wedding singer was that kind of making fun of the '80s, right? But I thought did it pretty f- in a funny way. I don't think the Goldbergs are very funny. Okay, I preferred the wedding singer to the Goldbergs, but I still, it's easy to make me laugh. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You love Mike and Molly. <laughs> Mike and Molly while eating my ham. <laughs> All right, that's side A. Here's side B, perhaps with the body Bilotti. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, welcome into side B of the PGP. Yes, we nailed it. My hardest booking yet for side B of the PGP. <laughs> Pete the Body Bilotti in the house. And this is Mraz. As you know, you just heard me on side A. Host of side B of the PGP and the executive producer of the DA show. Pete, what's cooking? What's going on? Uh, I feel like we're all back together. It's like the first day of school. Uh, well, when we're recording this, the second day <laughs> of school. Um, it's the start of the football season. That's usually the start of our year, too, as well. Right. Sports radio-wise, the start of the football season is a lot like the first day of school and obviously starts the same way, even though a lot of schools in the South seem to start a little earlier in August and such. But for the Northeast, yes, the first day of school usually happens right after Labor Day, and that's our first day of school. So the DA show back together, a lot of time off. It it seemed like at no point, whether it was Bogish, myself, you, DA, of course— it, it was very rare that all four of us were together at the same time this summer. Somebody was always taking a vacation. So here we are. We're ready to roll. And while you were away last week, a bomb was dropped on the show that I can't stand that now is getting further broken down, and that is Huge Freeze, he or should not be named, is on the show again doing college yeah. football picks. DA wanted me to ask you specifically, you know, now here we are off the show on the behind the scenes show on the Permission Granted podcast. Your thoughts on DA letting Robbie, uh, you know, barrel through a door again and hop on the show? Well, I I think it it can get it gets a little annoying. 
he get he gets a little annoying. And 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 for me, I I'm just a, a guy that you know, you have to reward talent in this business, but you also I mean How about rewarding some hard work? Yes, that that's my point. Like I feel like he's getting to a point where he's just being so outrageous. Where that's the way he's getting into these places. He's barreling through doors. He's the guy that's falling through and knocking over all the equipment, but having but having all this pizzazz to get noticed and get recognized. And I think this, as I said on the air, I think this is a perfect solution, though. Like, well, you think this is you? So you actually like this solution of having him pick? I like the solution because here's why. I said this from the beginning with Robbie. I I have doubts about him, a lot of them, because I feel like he can get lazy and, and the work ethic isn't there. But this is his time to show that. And if he doesn't, he's going to go back to old Robbie, where it's going to be laziness, not showing up on time, and not showing up, period. And he's not going to be on the show. So this is like put up or shut up. And I think it's a so perfect solution. Either he shines and he earns his moment, or right. he doesn't shine and he's gone forever. I could understand that, and I, again, I really don't think he's p- beating me in picks anyway, and I hate to sound arrogant, I just don't. I do have a bold prediction, and that is I don't feel as if he will show up to every single week for the picks. There will undoubtedly to me be a week where he doesn't pick up the phone, and, I, and I'm putting this on the record on the microphone, and we're going to get something to the effect of some runaround only Robbie could think of ridiculous reason why he did not answer the phone or isn't here or however we're doing the picks. Right. It, you know, it'll be something as simple as he didn't wake up, but he'll turn it into, you know, his cat's cousin. <laughs> right. A lie. Right. A big lie. Uh, it's something ridiculous like that. And I, I think that's inevitably going to be his undoing. I could see that. I, I really could. I, and and usually with Robbie, sometimes when he when he is not somewhere on time, he, he tries to come to the building – after that, and then it throws everything off. It, you got to push segments back. You got to move things around. He is. We call Hurricane Jenna Hurricane. He is like a hurricane. He, there was just disaster left afterwards. Oh, it, You're cleaning up his mess. He's a superstorm. He is. He is a superstorm. Superstorm super Rosenhaus. Super Superstorm Robbie. That's what he is. <laughs> it, it, really, it's true. It's beyond destruction. It's like it's destruction, and then you you you're left thinking. Like, oh, you're thinking man. about things in your life. That's how he is. Oh, man. Well, let's turn to page from Super Superstorm Robbie. Robbie DA has been getting a lot of tweets, as have I, regarding, we teased a couple weeks ago about getting further in-depth on ALF. ALF was a big talk topic earlier in August when it was announced that they're going to come out with a reboot, much like Roseanne came out. And when it was brought up on the DA show, there was one member of the show, while we all seemed to enjoy it and laugh, that eyes lit up. Like it was a Christmas tree, and it was you, Pete. It was, yes. The, the, and to get you excited about something, because you live in this in this world in your brain where just everything turns to misery. <laughs> not everything. And not everything. <laughs> but Alf brought true joy to you, and we talked about it. It did. And it's made our listeners ask and want to get to the bottom of this, and that's what we're going to have you on here to wrap up the PGP a couple minutes. Pete, I'll let you go. What about Alf brings you such, like, fun happiness? Well, and when I was a kid... I'd, I'd be into these shows um, like ALF. I was also into a lot of game shows when I was a little kid. And ALF was just stuck out. I Just the, the fascination of an alien uh, that's a human, in like human life form with all this sarcasm, too. Like all this comedy. I, 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 I like that, 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 sh- that sarcasm. And 
he was one of those he was one of those characters that gave it to you every week, and, and anyone could watch it too. Anyone, adults, kids. It was we just were into it in the Bilotti household. So for you, you know, your parents obviously older might like the adult humor. You're a kid liking the kid humor. So that kind of was good family time for you watching Alpha. I could see that. Yeah, because I used to love it too. Yeah, and I was—I'm a little bit younger than you, and I remember you know sitting on the couch and I used to laugh. And now, when it's a very rare time, whenever you get one of these channels that runs an Alf rerun and you watch it, there is stuff that I would have never understood that I'm laughing at that stuff now, where I was laughing at the other right. stuff. Amazon Prime, Amazon Prime has it. Uh, and, Pete's been researching I, the Alf. Well, I tell you what, I've been doing. Um, Bridget's um, nephew, I got him into Alf. Where he's asking about it, I, I showed him one episode. It's like, did you get him in before we talked, or was this after? This was after. So Alf really rekindled some spirits, right? I said, let's watch Alf, and Bridget's brothers into Alf. Well, a lot of people are into Alf in my in my uh, new extended family, and in my my uh, original family, my birth family. Okay, so let me ask you this: Can we get an Alf sighting at the wedding? Oh, uh, you, you have to pull a lot of strings too. Because yeah, we've seen these weddings where people bring, like, mascots to them. Can we get somebody in an elf costume funny, dancing around the a, dance floor? A funny story. My cousin, who is the who is the best man, uh, had Winnie the Pooh show up at his, at his wedding. <laughs> so ridiculous. It was. It was. No one had any idea what the hell was going on. It, you see, you hear Winnie the Pooh being played by the DJ, by the band. Winnie the Pooh, like, why are they playing Winnie the Pooh? Winnie the Pooh shows up. And everyone's looking at each other like, what is going on here? And then he's <laughs> escorted out after about a half hour because I think his now wife did not, yeah, well, did not like it. Yeah, enough with the attention on Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh has to go. So could we get an ALF sighting? Only if it's the real thing. I don't want any like second-rate like uh, Times Square uh, mascots. <laughs> I think we'll I, keep everything from Times Square. No, I, I want the real ALF with the sarcasm and everything. Oh, the actual the ALF, actual the ALF. voice That's of the it only way. Only way. So Pete wants the real Alf. All right. Well, it was good to get inside your brain on that, Pete. So yeah. as we track Alf here this fall it's, on top it's, of it's football like, it's season. It's like, uh, what's, what's the Santa radar? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, uh, yeah, no see R. where he is? Yeah. So we'll track Alf as we head towards Pete's <laughs> wedding. And I don't know if the reboot will be on by then, but uh, if we keep, if this is what keeps going to keep Pete happy, I think we got to keep talking Alf. Right, let's hope uh, the uh, Superstorm Robbie uh, becomes a tropical depression. And doesn't eat Alf. Right. Because eating Alf's on the table for Superstar oh, Robbie. Eating, eating everything is on the table for Superstar Robbie. Well, on that note, you can follow Pete on Twitter. Pete the body. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at CBS. Thank you, guys. Enjoy your first full football weekend of the year. College, NFL, high school's kicking off everywhere. Kick back, relax, crack open a cold one. And remember, DA shows your place for recapping that football Monday, 9 a.m. till noon Eastern on CBS Sports Radio. Enjoy the weekend, everyone. Vikings over 10. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.